In the last month or so, we've had a couple of guests on talking about the federal government's gun control legislation that was announced back in, I think it was May of 2020, if I remember correctly. So over three years ago now, three and a half years ago, uh, particularly the, the piece, uh, two pieces, the gun buyback program and how that was going to work and what would be involved and how, you know, people would go about getting involved or whatever the case may be. And the amnesty that applied to the owners of more than 1,500 models of guns that Ottawa has announced it was banning and would be part of the buyback. Um, back three and a half years ago. Uh, that original amnesty was supposed to expire in 2022, okay, to be replaced by the buyback program. They didn't have a program, so they had to extend that amnesty uh, until the end of this month, October 30th, 2023. Well, guess what? There's still no plan. They still don't have a buyback plan <laughs> to replace the amnesty with. Now, in speaking with our guests, they made it clear last month and again this week that nothing had changed. There was no plan. There was no way that this amnesty could be lifted. And lo and behold, yesterday, very quietly, um, the government went and changed the official website, extending the deadline yet again, this time by two full years to October 30th, 2025. Now, one of the people who was on recently, back in September, telling us that there were major problems with this plan, is back with us this morning to, I don't know, if he wants to take a victory lap, I wouldn't stop him, that's for sure. Uh, Wes Winkle is with us now. Uh, Wes is the president of Canadian Sporting Arms and Ammunition Association. Wes, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, you, uh, like I say, we spoke last month, and uh, you told us at the time that your group was actually at the table. You were meeting with government officials about this whole plan regularly, and you told us at the time um, there's no way this could this could end. This could actually happen by October 30th because there was no plan. So you're not surprised by this, are you? Not at all. Uh, I don't believe there was any other option, sir. Yeah. Um is it because there's nothing? Like, has there been any progress made? Are we? What do you think the situation is in terms of where this program actually sits at this point? Well, there is, you know, I can definitely say that there's been some progress made in, in trying to uh, facilitate some kind of a, a confiscation or buyback program. Um, but I can tell you that the, on the flip side, that it's just the, the convoluted nature of such a program it, it makes it so uh, extensive to... to that up. It's just that the you know they underestimated how much it would take to do to get this program up and running. So what we're trying to do here, the problem they keep running into is the amnesty is in place until they have a buyback program, right? Is that is that sort of the sticking point? We need one or the other, and right now it's the amnesty. Yeah, it has to be the amnesty because uh, obviously we can't criminalize you yeah. know uh, half a million Canadians. So the only option the, that the firearms office and the RCMP have is to extend the amnesty until they can get some kind of a legal disposal method uh, created for these firearms uh, that were you know uh, knee jerk reaction prohibited by the by Minister Minister Blair back in 2020. So what does it mean for people who have one of these 1500? soon to be banned maybe firearms in Canada what can you do with them are they basically are you waiting to seek I mean you can't use them right you certainly can't sell them no so the, for the businesses right now it, it's it's very difficult because we have to continue to store these uh, items and the most important we have to continue to insure them which is very expensive for our businesses you know so lots of businesses have been paying over 20 or thirty thousand dollars a year just to insure this uh, prohibited inventory so it's very expensive for us to continue to store and, and insure these items. For individuals, all they can do is keep them locked in their safe. They're not allowed to transport them. They're not allowed to use them. They're not allowed to sell them. Uh, it's uh, pr- pr- 
it created a very difficult situation for everyone involved. Are there particular issues, like like I say, you, I, you, every, every month, I think, your organization actually met with uh, public safety to try and help them come up with something here, or at least monitor what they were up to. Are, is there a particular issue? I mean, what seems to be the thing that's holding this up so much? Well, the, the largest issue is the modular nature of these firearms. Uh, you know, for a lot that aren't familiar with them, the, these firearms are extremely modular, and there's so many different parts that can snap on them and, and get them moving, and therefore to catalog them is extremely difficult. I mean, uh, the the RCMP and the government like to use this terminology of 1,500 makes and models, mm-hmm. but the truth is it creates over 30,000 SKUs of different uh, items that can snap on these things. So you have to try to catalog all the different accessories and aftermarket aftermarket parts available. You know, there's so many different ways to you know use the term hot rod or or accessorize these firearms, and all those accessories need to be cataloged so that they can uh, you know tag an appropriate value to them because some of these. Uh, Accessories are extremely expensive. Okay, so I'm not a gun guy. So are you saying that the gun itself might be legal, but I buy an accessory of some kind that just snaps on to the gun that I have, and now it becomes illegal? No. So what it is is that the, the firearm itself was prohibited, and you know the firearm being the basically look at the in the in the idea of a car, it's like the frame okay. is what's prohibited. But all the stuff that you would put on there, you know, your your real hot rod rims yeah, and all yeah. that stuff you know, would would accessorize this firearm and therefore add a significant value to it. Uh, but those uh, are not necessarily just uh, accessories that aren't required. They're just the interchangeable parts that have made the firearm of higher quality. Gotcha. Okay. Now, the fact that we've seen this amnesty extended for yet another two years, I guess in some ways it could be seen as a victory because uh, they're they're not going to go ahead with the buyback program. But at the same time, as you've as you've told us, there it just means huge expense, and you, you're still stuck in limbo here, right? So, is this uh, making matters worse? How do you see the announcement that this will be extended for two more years? Well, it, it's a bittersweet thing. Uh, you know, on one hand, just like you said, it's it's a very expensive for us to continue to store this inventory, and we'd like to see there be some kind of a way for it to come to a close. On the flip side of it, uh, you know, the number one thing our members and our business would like to see is these firearms not be prohibited anymore and get our market back opened up because, of course, these are very popular for shooting sports and matches across the country. We'd love to see this get back open back up, and now that the amnesty is extended past, probably the next time we go to the polls, if there happens to be a change in the federal government, maybe there might be a reversal of this prohibition and we can get back to business as usual and, and serving our clientele. Yeah, and you can't um, overestimate uh, what you just said because, uh, and I don't think it's a coincidence, the fact that the amnesty has been extended to October 30th of 2025, by law, we have to have an election by October 20th of 2025. Is the thinking uh, among your group and, and others like you that this is just going to get shelved now and, and it will become an election issue and, and, and probably just end up going away? Well, I, I think that there's no question that, uh, you know, the dates uh, quite clearly coincide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's probably going to be, uh, you know, an election issue. I'm sure we'll hear uh, the propaganda machine get ramped up, you know, that uh, if there's a change in government, these uh, extremely dangerous items will be back on the street if you don't, uh, if you don't vote a certain way. When, uh, you know, I think hopefully most Canadians can kind of see through that and see that uh, if these items were so dangerous that we had to bypass Parliament and do an order in council to prohibit them, and it was such an urgent rush to do so, then why haven't they been dealt with by now? Yeah, and it's going to be five full years if they manage to have a plan in place when the amnesty extension expires for the third time. So, um, Wes, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. 
No problem. I hope you guys have a great day.